Hi, my name is Nick Piazza. I'm a sustainability miner here at UNM, and we are at the Sustainability Expo. It's April 21st, it's the day before Earth Day. I'm studying international studies with a concentration on health, uh, the environment, and sustainability. And I'm also a miner in sustainability. Um, so I've really been focusing a lot right now on just sustainability of like um, societies and how that can look different in so many different places. And I studied abroad in China in a really large city, about 9 million people, and I got to see what sustainability is like over there, and it's not really good right now, but it really gave me a lot of insight into our own society, and especially when we see, you know, made in China on everything, I kind of see that, you know, these manufacturing companies over there are really manufacturing a lot of our things and a lot of our stuff, and so I was really able to kind of see more of the negative impacts of also American consumerism and stuff like that happening over there. Um, yeah, and then my project for, for my sustainability capstone is I'm going to be a local farmer uh, growing food for a summer camp in southern Illinois. Just And then also I really want to get kids out there in the garden too and show them like, hey, like this salad that you're eating right now was grown here. These french fries, I grew those potatoes, you know, like you can do this, you know. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, which is in the Midwest on the border of Illinois, but there is a summer camp in southern Illinois that my dad went to, a lot of my dad's uh, siblings went to, my siblings went to, and so I've been going there since I was about 10 years old, and I've been working there for the past six summers, um, so it's really cool, really outdoors, really rustic, um, and we're always trying to teach appreciation of nature and things like that, and I really find the work that you do there rewarding, and I know what an impact it made on my life and like what nature means to me. And uh, I also got interested in sustainability because of the camp and you know my love for nature that they fostered. And so right now, as I understand that that's so important and I'm getting so into local food, which is you know pretty heavily influenced by the sustainability uh, program here at UNM, I want to go back and take my sustainability capstone and grow food at the camp because that's kind of another step in the puzzle that my camp is really looking for is, you know, food production because we have a lot of land there. We are able to feed the kids what we grow and stuff like that and we're able to do it. So it's kind of want to move that in the next direction. One, I think that food is super important. Um, in so many ways, it, like culturally, environmentally, economically. It's something that's just so necessary to think about. And I think that a lot of people haven't really thought about it in such a, a hard system kind of way. And especially when we talk about local food, we always have the, oh, where can we fit this garden into our city? And I'm kind of more of like, okay, the garden and the city need to be a little bit more plan together, not necessarily like where can we grow, but that's, you know, that's kind of the fight. We have to infill local agriculture. Um, but I, and I think that every place in the United States, real, real, anywhere can have like a really unique relationship to the food that they grow um, and the plants that they grow. And, you know, that depends on climate and, you know, and the environment and stuff. So, um, I know coming from the Midwest, um, I always grew up thinking about corn and soy, and that's just kind of the identity that I had. You know, it was kind of flavorless, 
But then you go, you know, it's not Mexico. It's not growing bananas and stuff like that. And then, you know, I talk to other people from around the United States, and I tell them I'm from Missouri, and they're like, ew, Missouri. You know, they don't really have an, a good view of it. And I think that's be partly because we only grow corn and soy there, you know, in large volumes. But we don't really think about all the little things that have been kind of forgotten. For example, the pawpaw tree grows so well around uh, Missouri and Illinois. And in the fall, that fruit's a, uh, a poor, we call it the pawpaw fruit or the poor man's banana. And that's a mixture between a mango and a banana. And that's a tropical fruit. It's actually a tropical plant and it, it grows out of Missouri. So, and the more I've gotten into the different kinds of uh, herbs and plants and uh, edibles there, I really see that there is a lot of um, like food culture there that, you know, once was. And the Cherokee and Shawnee Indians in that area had such a, you know, they had all these crazy types of food that were um, really interesting and they ate them and things like that. There were, there is a lot of fruit coming out of there. You know, it's not just corn and soy. That's a really new thing. And I think that really negatively affects um, the way Midwesterners view themselves, but how other people view Midwesterners because it's flavorless and not really nourishing our way, our life in the way that food can if younger kids start to realize that food can be grown places, um, they're going to kind of reestablish their relationship with food, but then also the environment, because when people work with farming and agriculture, they get really into the environment, and they can see how droughts, you know, everyone knows what a drought is, but when your farm dries up, you know, that's, or your farm floods or something like that, that, you know, you have more of that real-world connection, because uh, we kind of forget that we are so connected to the land, and you know, in a way. And, you know, that's saying, you know, connection to the land that sounds super Native American. And that is, but our society today is so dependent on the land, even though we're not necessarily connected to it. And so I think that's a, that's a key thing that a lot of us miss. And, you know, that's super, indi that's indigenous knowledge that we've really um, forgotten. So I think, you know, I love St. Louis. That's my hometown. And I plan on living there um, for the rest of my life. I mean, I'll, I'll go other places, but I would really like to see St. Louis, for example, a, a metropolis in the middle of farmland on like five hours in every direction, um, really grow their culture, really grow the different foods, really grow um, education, consciousness, uh, weird herbs and heirloom fruits that you've never heard of and things like that that's so integrated into the city model um, because St. Louis is a big city but there's a lot of infill that we can do and there's a lot of new expansion that's going to be happening and stuff and I would just love to see the people of St. Louis and the surrounding people just really um, start to have that connection with the land especially you know in coming from food. I think that agriculture it has such a large impact on the environment and that that's obviously going to have implications for climate change. And, but the opposite's also true to where it could have a positive impact, not just a negative impact. And that's why I kind of look at local food sheds and such a connection to the food, the diversity of food as health and things like that. And as culture, it can be our salvation in a lot of ways. Um, if, say, if we were able to grow our own food 
um, with like zero food miles on it. You know, it was grown, you know, you know the farm. It's within driving, you know. You, the less food miles, less uh, greenhouse gases and of cars, transportation, or big tractors and things like that because agriculture does have a large carbon footprint and I just don't think it really needs to have, or it does for the way that we do it right now, but I would love to see the way that we obtain food happen in a way that was fostering health in every single way where it's, that's not necessarily the case, you know? I understand that, like, we use soy oil for a lot of the chips and stuff that we eat. I get that, but maybe if we were to change the way we eat more locally, we wouldn't have to grow so much corn and things like that. And I get, um, there's an eco-modernist stance on, um, that I kind of agree with, that it's like, I would love to see local food um, agriculture almost be horticultural, like intense horticulture. So um, we grow things very intensely because you can grow so much food on such a small amount of land. It blows my mind. You know, and if that was integrated into our cities and small farms surrounding the cities, we could grow a lot of food, feed our population and convert the rest of these lands back into prairies or open spaces or things like that because prairies are just like super super necessary or um for the missouri river it's so it's almost like a straight line now where it used to curve so much more because it's been um um dammed up and they're using they're flooding they're using the flood plains as a form of uh farmland and stuff where i don't think flood plains should really be used as farmland because um in a way, if you just like undam, yeah, this is super easy, easier said than done. But if you were to undam the Missouri River and let it continue to meander, you could. There are forms of food that would come out of that. For example, like fish and different trout. Or right now, that there's like a whole bunch of different invasive species of um, like Asian carp in the Mississippi and Missouri River. And so you could like feed yourself off that. And I feel like there are ways to harvest food from like wilderness too, especially like, or more, not wilderness, but like a more untouched land, especially like the Missouri River, which is kind of polluted. No one's really fishing too much out of that, or I don't think you should, but, um, or things like that. And then you, it would also just have awesome implications for climate change because, you know, a more functioning wilderness is gonna sequester more carbon. It's gonna be more resilient. It's gonna, you know, be a lot, a lot more resilient and functionable as an ecosystem and able to deal with these changes as we see in climate change um, that I, I know that modern agriculture can't.